He's amused Cam Newton. He's been insulted by Charles Barkley. When some idiot in the press asked him, if you know what you know now, what you have scheduled this game. He's interviewed Matthew McConaughey. I do say go Tarion. And he's taken on Big Blue Nation. I see, he's just completely taken the wind out of my sails. <laughs> it's time for The Drive with Josh Graham. Here we go. It's a loaded Wednesday drive. WSJS News Talk Sports for the Triad. And Wednesday's usually the day where I start to peer ahead at the weekend. Monday and Tuesday, you still have leftovers from the weekend. Monday night football, things to react to. Wednesday's the day it's okay to maybe start getting an impression of things. So let's look at the Panthers' next game. They're headed up to the Meadowlands to face the Giants. And to me... The biggest story surrounding this game is Matt Rule. Both professionally and personally, this is an uber-important game for Matt. You could even argue, given what Carolina is right now, it's the most important game he's coached in the NFL. And the history, it runs deep between Matt and New York. Take last year, where that was the site of the worst loss I think he's had as the Panthers coach. Maybe there's another game you can pinpoint. WD, Will Dalton, the executive producer of this show, is emotionally attached to it as a Panthers fan. When I think of Matt Rule's worst losses, if you want to go to a close game, maybe it's when Teddy blew the lead against Minnesota and the kick goes wide left from 54 from Joey Sly. To me, the the worst loss was 25-3 to in New York. Just because... New York wasn't any good last year, and Carolina got manhandled. Everything about that game looked bad. That was the moment I knew the 3-0 start was fraudulent, that Carolina was not a good football team. Now, they go back with an 0-1 record as a rogue favorite. Carolina, two-and-a-half-point favorite right now if you look at DraftKings. And this is a week after Matt Rule, I think, was most responsible for Carolina losing against Cleveland. Carolina, I felt, was more talented than a shorthanded Cleveland. It's the ultimate sign of a bad coach if you can't win the games at home against teams that you're better than. It's even worse if your team looks inadequately prepared, like Carolina was to start that game. Now you're going into New York. And you're the better football team. Figure out a way to win on the road. This is the part that's kind of interesting about the story, too. There are a couple of sliding doors moments in the last few years between Matt and New York. Remember, once upon a time, he was an assistant for Tom Coughlin in New York. Then he took the college route, turned around Temple, turned around Baylor. You know the story from there. But you might have forgotten that Matt turned down the New York Jets job a year before he became the Panthers coach. His reasoning, Jets ownership, Woody Johnson and company, would not allow Matt, if he accepted the the job, to pick who his coordinators were. So Matt turned it down. If I'm going to take an NFL job, I want to pick my coordinators. I want to hire my staff, which is understandable. Then a year later, both the Giants and the Panthers had openings, And you probably remember, but Carolina 
met with Matt Rule right when he got back from vacation in Mexico. The, uh, David Tepper, Marty Herney were waiting in his driveway for him to show up. The next morning, he had a flight waiting for him to go to New York. Everybody thought that the Giants were going to hire him, but David Tepper, godfather, offered him, so he didn't get on that plane, and now he's the Carolina Panthers coach. So there were a couple times where Matt Rule was almost coaching in that stadium in the Meadowlands rather than going in this weekend as the visiting coach. If he loses this week, it could be the second consecutive week Matt Rule loses to a coach Carolina was considering for that position just a few years ago. Brian Dayball was already on radars at that point as the OC for the Buffalo Bills, and Kevin Stefanski was hired that cycle by the Cleveland Browns. You might start to feel some regrets if you're David Tepper, the hire that you made if you're losing to Dayball and you're losing to Stefanski, both were NFL coordinators, not college head coaches and you decided to go the college route. It's also worth remembering that Matt is a New Yorker. He was born in the city. It's where he grew up. It's where he grew to love football. He was 12 when Phil Simms nearly had a perfect Super Bowl against the Denver Broncos. He was 16 when Scott Norwood's kick went floating wide right. So personally and professionally, this might be as big as it gets or as big as it's gotten for Matt Rule as the Carolina Panthers coach. On Twitter, at WSJSTheDrive, your chance to win Trans-Siberian Orchestra tickets for later this year in just a little bit. WD, is there a worse loss you can think of than that Giants game a year ago? That one, now that you've jiggered my memory a little bit, that one was pretty bad. The New England loss last year was also pretty oh, bad. Oh, that was bad. That was. I don't remember if that was worse. Cam Newton oh, coming, yeah. was supposed to come back, but Mac Jones won out the job. That's right. A week after that was around the time when Cam was being brought back to Charlotte. Yeah. Tampa getting blown out, coming close against New Orleans. There are some bad losses, but I think this Giants one, considering the Giants are super bad, super bad, also a movie that we need to get you to watch. You still haven't seen that, right? Of course not. Okay. Watched Hardball last night, though. You did. We'll talk about that later in the week. Considering you lost that game 25-3, to that one stands out the most. Dave Clawson. He's going to be a guest on today's show in about 20 minutes. And let's hope he's in as good of a mood as he was when he met with reporters yesterday. Because Coach had jokes and he left no doubt that he hears everything that's said about his program and everything that's written about his program. I was just sitting back last night cackling, re-watching the Wake Forest stream that they put on YouTube as Clawson approached the podium and casually threw in this subtle joke. See if you can pick up on it. We are like the media-friendly program in North Carolina, right? At least in camp, during camp, at least. That's our bragging point here. There's a lot of best of this week, so yeah. So we just, we are who we are, media-friendly here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see the reporting during the week, some of the best-in-the-state stuff. Uh-huh, yeah, App State. They beat Texas A&M. They're the best in the state, right? And NC State, North Carolina, 3-0. and Hey, all the credit's going to them. No talk about little old Wake Forest. 
Hmm. That's interesting. Just like Aaron Judge at Fenway last night, Clawson was just sitting on a pitch. That pitch being the Liberty defensive lineman's cute in all comments. He was waiting for it, and when the question was asked, he teed off. Well, that's a compliment, right? I mean, that's, you know, everyone wanted to be voted in high school, like, you know, the cutest student or the cutest couple. or the, So that's, you know, well, compliments come in all different shapes and sizes, and if they think it's cute, that's a, a nice little compliment to throw our way. I'm sure how, that's how it was intended. Do people want to be considered cute? It's better than ugly. It's like women. They don't want to be called cute. They want to be called hot. They want to be called sexy. Yeah. You don't want to be cute. Am I wrong on that? Like I said. It's like women sometimes get mad if you call them skinny. No, they don't want to be called skinny. They want to be called thin. I hadn't heard that one. That was a fight. Oh. Once upon a time. <laughs> Long time ago. That's water under the fridge, as they would say <laughs> in Trailer Park Boys. Uh-huh. Yeah. You don't want to be called cute. Like I said. Do you have a high school superlative? I don't think so. When you were in high school in the oh, yearbook? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was it? I don't remember. How do you not remember? You mean, you mean for me? Yeah. Did you get one of those oh, high no, school no. superlatives? I, I, did, I didn't get a superlative. See, I got What'd you, yeah. best smile. Did you? But it was a joke because I had a tooth knocked out when I was a kid with a BB gun and my senior year of high school, I wasn't old enough. I wasn't 18 to get the surgery to have the implant. So when I ate, I had to take out a flipper that had a tooth in it. Oh. So I had one of my front teeth missing. They required me since they voted me to win best la or best smile. I had to take the picture with my front tooth vacant. That's rough. Yeah. Best smile. Last clip. Here he was. He was ready. Ready again for the Nebraska question. The same question that Dave Doran got a couple days back. Dave Clausen got as well. Are you interested in that job? Do people really bet on that stuff? <laughs> Not me. I mean, that's that stuff's incredible. So I've, I've learned this in my coaching career, right? That you're, you're always rumored to be leaving. And it's for either really bad reasons or really good reasons. So, you know, th those type of rumors... I mean, it's, I don't know how there's any basis to it. Mm -hmm. That's the way you answer that question until it isn't the way you answer that question. But I do believe him when he's talking about Lincoln. That doesn't really seem like the greatest of fits for Dave. Notre Dame seems like the one job that would make so much sense. If Notre Dame was interested in running his offense and letting him do his thing, which I don't know would ever happen. He might jump to Northwestern, maybe, if the Big Ten money became so inflated and Pat Fitzgerald wasn't there anymore. You see a lot of ties between Northwestern and Wake, but I think Dave Clausen's going to be in Winston-Salem for a very long time. Places, everyone. Come on, places, please. We're ready. Get your morning off to a great start with Jeffrey Griffin on Triad Today, weekday mornings at 7. Now back to The Drive with Josh Graham. Love this song. B-Dot. Do you? Six man in studio. Six, 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 six. Plug walk, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. You impressed? A little bit. A little bit. I mean, I like the confidence you had when you said plug walk. Do you know who the plug is? Is it not the artist? And there goes my um, 
excitement for you. Just goes to disappointment just that fast. Okay. Appreciate you for giving me that balance. He is the sixth man of Tar Heel basketball, b Hanging out with us. I've got my six-man gear on. You do. You've got your Winston-Salem State stuff on. God knows we need some good energy. So how about we get some of that good energy in here by playing midweekly mm. positivity. Tell us something good. It could be sports related. It might not be. 336-777-1600 is the phone number. But it has to be good. Yeah. On this midweek hump day edition of it. Positivity. And then I'll get to this App State bingo board that I put together for game day this weekend. I had to look at that twice. I didn't know that word said duck. Wow. Duck pond. <laughs> A lot better than what you thought. Yeah. Or maybe not. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it when you call me Big Papa. Throw, Throw your hands, hands in, in the, the air, air if you's a true player. player. Yeah. WD watch. Hardball for the first time last yeah. night. Yeah. Did you cry? We'll talk more about that later. You look just like Keanu Reeves. And that's good. That is good. WD, you you have a Costco membership. That's good. That's I was almost going to say great, but I get scolded when I say great because it's not good. part of the bit. Not yeah. part of the bit. Yeah. Costco. Uh-huh. When are you going to go on the Costco date? I don't know. How's the swiping going? I haven't been doing a lot of swiping. Okay, this is what we're going to but do. We're having a bachelorette finale party tonight. You didn't have to get your Costco card out. This it's is okay. an audio medium. Oh. <laughs> we're going to adjust your profile, do some swiping, and then we're going to get you to go on one of those Costco dates because I want you to have met your wife off of an app and going to Costco on your first day. Well, that would be good. That would yeah. be really good. And a bit weird. Just what's weird about that? Well, Costco dates, they're a little... See? Eh. I think they're good. But you're weird. I don't know. I've spoken to people, See? women, and, and I don't think this Costco date's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Attractive <laughs> women. If they're under the age of 30. Okay, well, they, well that's yeah. who he's shooting for. That's what I'm saying. Have the people you talk to, are they in the right demographic no, of what you're, you're trying to they're, reach? They're not in the right demographic. Oh, well, that was silly. <laughs> Why ask outside of the demographic? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Tell me something good, B-Dot. Well, the Hornets, the Hornets are coming to Greensboro. Yeah. And I will be able to do a lot of the arena hosting when they come and play the Celtics. Wow. And that's good. We're going to give away some tickets to that when it gets closer. So the people that win tickets, they'll get to come and be entertained, and we'll all have a great time together. Wow. And that's good. 
Here's something good, too. Hmm. All four ACC football teams in North Carolina are 2-0 and the first time, or excuse me, 2 or 3-0. and North Carolina's 3-0. and It's the first time ever through two weeks that all four of those schools are unbeaten. Plus, App State's hosting college game day this week. That's good. And Carolina is the only 3-0 team in the country. And that's good. What are you doing with your hands, I'm WB? putting the three over my eyes. The three like I'm Steph o. Curry. Yeah. Three goggles. Three Nobody o. puts both goggles on, though. It's usually <laughs> just one of the two. Yeah, you look like an owl. <laughs> but that's good. Hoot, <laughs> Josh, you tell us something good. You and I both had birthdays this week. We did, Joshua Yours Graham. was on Sunday. And yours was on Monday. Wow. Wow. Yeah. What did you do for your birthday? I watched football. I went to go see Kevin Hart, and he was really good. Oh, wow. And then the Cowboys ruined my birthday, Josh Graham. Yeah, Dak's thumb. That wasn't very good. No, it wasn't. I was uh, at a Panthers game on Sunday. Oh, you were there with a team that lost too. That wasn't good. But at least one team won. Cleveland, I guess that's good for them. Who gives a damn? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Just, I mean, I guess Browns fans yeah. probably do. Did yeah. you buy someone lunch on your birthday like you normally do, Josh Cronin? I was going to buy WD lunch, but he brought in... A chai tea latte Ooh, just for my for birthday. So he already knew it was my birthday. Uh, if very WD, well played, WD. If WD didn't know that, then I probably would have. Later that night, Sarah Bradford and I went to a restaurant, not to be named because when we got there at 7.55, they said it was closing at 8, which was different than what it said on the internet. That wasn't good. But then we went somewhere else and had a great dinner. Well, that's good. Yeah. And that's been Weekly. Midweekly. Positivity. Duck Pine. You want to throw the next movie at WD? I was thinking super bad since he hadn't seen that before. He watched Hardball. You want to throw a movie at Will? Training Day. Wow. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I don't even need to ask if you've seen it. <laughs> yeah, Training Day. What do you know about Training Day? Have you ever heard of Training Day? I feel like I've heard of it. I was about yeah. to, what's it about? It's about you and Denzel Washington. Come on, as Jake. police officers. Your name's Jake. Yeah, uh, you are Jake. <laughs> oh my gosh, Seriously? he looks just like Jake. Doesn't he look like every character? No, no, no. no. I don't look like, this is not like all white people look alike. No, 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 no. I'm saying he, like, he, he looks looked, like Keanu Reeves when you talk about that movie. I don't think Keanu he does. Like, yeah, right. He looks like Neo. He's like the freaking one. I don't think he looks like him, but he does look like the guy from uh, what's the football movie? The program. Yes, he looks like him too. See yeah. at the t- seat at the table. Finally, did you like it? Place seat at the, the table. table. Place at the table. Place at the table. Loved it. That's you, bro. It does look like that. It I does. do buy into that. I don't see Keanu Reeves, but long hair Keanu Reeves. The, the best uh, example. Google, the, Google John Wick. John Wick. John Wick. He looks John just Wick. like John Wick. Google Ethan Hawke. You Google John Wick. 
I've seen John Wick. Look at WD. I met Keanu Reeves. He doesn't look like Keanu Reeves. Maybe it's because I have astigmatism. Yeah, it might be one of those things where yeah. white people look alike to no, he doesn't look like every white person, but he just looks like it seems like whenever we're discussing movies, Ethan Hawke. He looks. You like look him. just like <laughs> Ethan Hawke. I'm telling you, he looks like look every character him. we start bringing up. No, no, no. See, you <laughs> just typed in Ethan Hawke, who right now is like in his mid fifties. Yeah, it's probably not the like right if, picture. Type in Ethan Hawke uh, Training Day. That's what I want you yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. Type in Ethan Hawke Training Day. Early thirties, late twenties. He could be Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Google Christian Bale. He looks like him, too. No, he don't look like him. Don't Christian like him? Bale's way too good looking. Uh, good point. Ethan Hawke from Training Day, though, huh? looks oh, like you. WD. Look at that! Oh, you. It's you. It's you. So go watch yourself. With your facial it. hair. You don't see it? It's you. See it. mm-hmm. I see Keanu Reeves, though. I'm telling you, Keanu Reeves. I definitely see I like Keanu that. Reeves, too. It's I ridiculous. Like Training Day is the movie for next week. That's look, awesome. Gives me is. an excuse to rewatch that as well. Okay, so I got this bingo card here that we're going to play along with. On Twitter, you can find it at Josh Graham Radio, at WSJS The Drive. What is this? So if you're watching College Game Day on Saturday from 9 to noon, these are things that you can mark down. We play together and see if you can get bingo. Things oh. that might happen during the broadcast. If they mention 6361? If they mention 6361, yeah. North Carolina App State. Yeah, what's a duck pond, though? They have a... No, it's one of their noteworthy things on campus. They like when they won against A and M, a bunch of students jumped in the duck pond up there. Mm. Maybe Pat McAfee might jump into it. If someone mispronounces Appalachian, Appalachian, mm-hmm. that's that's one that's on the list. If Eric Church, who's an app grab but a Tar Heel fan, gets mentioned, then that's another spot. Who's the, Eli Drinkwitz? Former App State head coach who was an NC State OC. He was there for a year, beat North Carolina in Chapel Hill. His one season there in 2019. What was the miracle on the mountain? Miracle on the mountain might be the craziest thing that's happened in a college football game I've ever seen. Shut up, Josh. Where Furman scored a touchdown to go up one with like 10 seconds left to go in the game 20 years ago at App. And so they're going for two to go up three. And the quarterback throws a pick six on a two-point play. <laughs> oh, no. It's a pick two, which means... Rather than going up three, now you're down one and App State won the game. Oh, that's crazy. Because now you have to kick off to App State, too. That's right. That's right. Oh, that's amazing. That's a great story. What's midnight Yale practice? So that was the video that went viral this week of A&M fans having those lame shots at App State. A&M fans, the night before every home game, they get together at midnight and have like a pep rally. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if that gets mentioned, Scott Satterfield's on the list, Lee Corso picking app. Sean Clark used to be a player, so if they show some of his playing highlights, Chase Bryce back when he was at Clemson. Trevor Lawrence got hurt in his first start. It's fourth and six. You're losing to Syracuse. He converted for the first down, scored a touchdown to keep that national championship season alive. Two schools later, he's App State's quarterback four years later. I have a question. What's that? Why does it say student with dreads appears on screen? What are you talking about? App students, man. There's always somebody with dreads. Hacky sack. With like bare feet. Really? So if you, they're going to pan to the students. Yeah. Out there on the Sanford Ball, which is also a square. Yeah. If you see a student with dreads, well. <laughs> you get the market right there. That's right. You get that's the a, market that's right a, there. That's an Appalachian thing. Appalachian? I know, I know, I know. I did it because it's on my bingo card. Reference to moonshine and or drugs. What about Yosef? What's that? 
Well, it's the mascot, and it's also the beer that they drink up there. Ah. There you go. Luke Combs, that's a given, too. The Drive with Josh Graham, only on WSJS. Some people just give me way too much credit. Dot is in studio with us, six-man of Tar Heel basketball. Six, six, six. Cool Slick wrote B Dot that I'm baiting you, yeah, you into saying these things. You did. You did. And he got me, and I apologize, you Carolina guys family. You started this. I apologize, Carolina family. <laughs> he pushed me off my point. My point was, seriously, my point was let exactly what he said. Let's let the season come to us. If we happen to stumble and lose a game, it's okay. The goal is April. That was my point. But I, in saying that, Josh wanted to challenge me the, uh, on our greatness and have me up here saying, well, we can go undefeated in the car. And anything's possible. You passively threw out there. You. We could check the tape that North Carolina is the type of team. Maybe we're talking about unbeaten. No, I didn't. I said that anything is possible, and you told me, no, it's not. And I'm like, yeah, anything is possible, dude. No, it's not. You can't go undefeated in the conference in the ACC. That's how I went. So shut up. You tried to bait me, and I don't appreciate it. I appreciate that It is that tweet. fantastic. Thank Telling you. someone who hosts a radio show to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. do want to throw this out here before we play grammar school. We're going to do this in a second. If you want to be my lifeline, 336-777-1600. Omega Sports is going to be having its grand opening at a new location. This is a throughway shopping center adjacent to Stratford Road. That's a happening spot in Winston-Salem, by the way. Just going to mm. throw that out there. I know in Greensboro, that store has been there for a long time, like decades. That's been a great spot to go uh, in Greensboro, Omega Sports. Yeah. In Winston-Salem, take advantage of the grand opening this Saturday. So shout out to those folks at Omega Sports, Thruway Shopping Center, Stratford Road in Winston-Salem. That's where you get some of your gear, man. Yeah. Basketball season right here. Omega Sports is that thing. Like, Zay, is he ready for basketball this year? He's always ready for basketball. I, I see you on Instagram. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's ready. focused. But year he just round. got a pretty bad grade on a, on a history test, so he got to tighten up. I was great at history. Were you? Yeah. History, like history and English. Yeah, those yeah, are those my favorite. Are my Science and Me math, too. not so much. Science and math hated us. Yeah. God, I just had to help my daughter with her fifth grade math. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just told her to hell with the test. <laughs> I don't care what you get on it. You're still smart to me, baby. That's ridiculous. Speaking of tests, it's time for grammar school. Josh Graham has his own way of speaking. In high school, he didn't play sports, but he did wear a helmet. And just when you think it can't get any worse. My English teacher wanted to flunk me in junior high. Damn. Thanks a lot. Next semester, I'll be 35. Josh is going to attempt to learn B-Dot's vernacular. I'm from the old school. I got a street knowledge. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? It's time. For B. Dot's Grammar School. Yes, it is time for Grammar School. What are you doing over there? I'm really what? excited about the question I have. <laughs> All right, so this is Grammar School. First time listeners, it's simple. I give Josh three words or phrases of the urban vernacular. I really let drop the ball earlier this week with Robbie Anderson. What happened? I asked him, I used a word oh my God. that he didn't know. Oh, See if I you can pull this up real quick. Oh, my God. He And just isolate the part at the end when I asked him a question, and after he lost, despite having a 75-yard touchdown, he... And I had him out, on my bench in fantasy. Pointed out that 
he didn't know what a word I said meant. Let me ask you this. While we're finding this clip, DJ Moore or Robbie Anderson, who's going to get more touches from Baker from what you saw there? Who does it seem he favors Touches? More? So you're talking PBR? Yeah, or, or just looks, attempts. DJ. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's what I started, but top, it didn't look like it last top week. Top 10 in the NFL in receptions, receiving yards. But Baker Mayfield wasn't throwing in the ball. I'm saying, have you I'm seen any he's chemistry? A better, he's a better receiver. Like, he did that. Let's put it this way. He's done that three consecutive years. So he did it with Cam. Hmm. He did it with Teddy. Hmm. He did it with Darnold. Hmm. I don't care who's throwing on the ball. Okay. So I just think he's a better option out of those two. Refresh us on the rules of grammar school, and then we'll get to this clip. It's very, very simple. Um, I give Josh three words or phrases of the urban vernacular. He has to get two out of three correct in order to get a satisfactory grade. This is him fumbling the bag with Robbie Anderson. Okay. Do we have this clip? Do you want the whole clip? No, no. Just give me the end where I ask him the question where he doesn't understand what I was getting at. While we're finding that, this is season two. So Josh usually has a word of the caucastic persuasion. Yeah, this is the start of it. We know who the black mamba is, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's Kobe, right? Yeah. Who's the white mamba? Gosh! know the answer to this i like him when i see him i see red hair and celtics and and, and he's got a name that's gosh what is dwight he wore scalabrini scalabrini that's right what's yeah. his first name yeah i gotta say his first name too yes you gotta say his first name he's got two names scalabrini, scalabrini, scalabrini. mr scalabrini once wore number 24 with the bulls because he said he wanted to be one number over jordan gosh I don't know his first name. I just know he's Scalabrini. Brian Scalabrini. That's right. Turn me up. You got it right. Josh gave me the answer. He pointed at me and said it was my name. Okay. You still get credit for that, though. Dang it. Now, I knew Scalabrini, and I knew White Mamba, and I saw him play in the three-on-three. What's the, the big three? Yeah. I went out there, and I, I loved I got a picture with the White Mamba because he's that dude. Now let me hear me dropping the ball Gosh. with Robbie Anderson. Does it give you solace at all that in – even though it wasn't working for the first three quarters. The flip can turn on. I don't even know what that word is. You ain't going to lie. Does it, I guess, make you feel good to know that it doesn't work out for three quarters for you guys, but you can flip it on almost like a switch and nearly win a game? Yeah, but that's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, Okay, that's enough. <laughs> you played grammar school with Robbie Anderson and you gave the caucastic word. Solace? Yeah. yeah. Hey, homeboy, I don't even know what that means, man. Real talk right there. That's hilarious. Why don't you play that in the locker room, man? You they lost. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, Coming yeah. up on grammar school. <laughs> hey, Brian Burns, do you know what a mint julep is? <laughs> All right. What's the first word? Yo, I appreciate Robbie for cutting you off like, nah, bro. I, don't I appreciate know what that it too, word honestly. Is, I do. For real, I just rolling with it. Oh, I love him so much. All right. What does it mean, Josh Graham? If you would like to help Josh, 336-777-1600. Josh, what does it mean to get your cap peeled? Ooh, get your cap peeled. Uh, is the context, can the context be... In real life, but also virtually as well. <laughs> You're so caucastic. You're so caucastic. 
for you to be so serious. I'm talking about he wasn't smiling when he asked me that, y'all. He is dead serious. Are you asking me, can you get your cap peeled in real life or virtually? Yeah. Josh, I guess. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I can. guess, yes. What is it, WD? Dang, why did you say that, WD? Now he knows that you what? know. What is it? You cannot give him that. It, now you use means, a lifeline. It means like Gosh. getting shot in the head. See, that's what I was thinking. Because video it's, games, like, hey, man, you just other, got your cat peeled in Call of Duty or something words, like that. bang, bang, pow, pow. Bang, bang, pow, pow. Is that right? Is that your final answer? Yes. That's correct. Dang it, man. Gosh, I should have gone with my own instinct. You should have, because now you've used a lifeline. That's right. I have. That's what you get. All right, what's next? What does it mean if you got hit with a Rico? Now, because your dad has the profession that he had, you may know exactly what this is. Many people of the urban persuasion learned what this meant by watching Power with Ghost and those people. I love how you say by watching Power because you just assume that I haven't seen Power. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. <laughs> you wouldn't give me that type of head <laughs> if you thought I watched the show. Got hit. With the Rico. <laughs> Got hit with the Rico. I'm going to say that you got incarcerated. That would be my guess. And maybe it's like, uh, I don't know, like you get sent to Guantanamo or something like that. Rico, I don't know. So what are you saying a Rico is? Or what is a Rico? Okay. Okay. So you're asking me what a Rico is. not Yes. Okay. I mean, you get hit with a Rico, but a Rico is a thing. What is the Rico? I'm going to say Rico are, now that I have that context, I'm going to say uh, handcuffs. Rico is handcuffs. Is that your final answer? Yes. That's incorrect. Oh. A Rico is a charge. Oh. Yeah, it's like uh, racketeering. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. It's human smuggling, kidnapping. It's ridiculous. Get hit with the Rico. Don't get hit with a Rico charge. That's what happened to Ghost in Power. Josh Graham, to get a satisfactory grade today in today's episode of Grammar School, all you have to do is tell me, what does it mean to bounce? To leave. There it is. Boom. There it is. I'm gonna bounce yeah. out of this segment. Yeah, with we're a gonna bounce. Passing grade. Yeah, you are, Josh Graham. Boom. Boom, yow. That's right. Huh? Swagger. Huh? Getting your cap peeled. That's getting killed, Josh. That's it. That means somebody blew your lid off. I'm killing it. Popped your top. Turned you into a convertible. You understand? I understand. Took the top off. Hey, Dot. Hmm? Appreciate you being in here, buddy. Always a pleasure, bro. I'm about to drive back to Charlotte. That's the six man of Tar Heel basketball, B Dot. Okay. Joining us now, one of the more beloved members of the Appalachian State Mountaineers, who is very clear about this, I think, that he did not get hawked down at the end of the game. Cameron Peoples joining us now, the running back who again at the end of that game it's game management like you weren't trying to score a touchdown there right you were just trying to get down and do what was best for the team yes oh yeah that's right cam peoples uh, a lot to get to how many texts how many missed calls when you got to your phone after the a&m game Ooh, um i can't even remember i know 
at one point I looked at my phone and I think it just had like too many notifications to read. I know I had like 40 something texts, uh, uh, lots of DMs on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. So it was, it was crazy. College game day is headed to Boone, North Carolina, Saturday, 9 a.m. I can't wait to watch it, but you guys have a football game to play at 3.30 that afternoon. Will you guys actually watch any of college game day? Uh, we might get to catch it on, on TV for in the, um, in the facility. We usually have college game day on every, every Saturday when we come in that morning. And we'll probably get to watch a, maybe a, a good little 30 to an hour of it before we start like our um, all our process to get ready for the game and all that since, you know, we got a little – later kickoff than the last time we were at home. So we'll get to see it. It's going to be pretty cool to uh, to see that. Yeah, Doug Gillen was on with us yesterday, and he said they're going to be set up on the Sanford Mall, and they're going to have the mountain in the background and hopefully nine, ten thousand Mountaineer fans there. So you mentioned we usually have college game day on when we're getting ready for a game during the day. How strange is it going to be when you turn it on and you're like, oh, that's – that's our Sanford Mall. That's uh, that's where I am all the time. Yeah, I think that's I think it's cool because you know it's like uh, it's it's a once in a lifetime experience for you know a lot of people here for um the first time college game day being here and and then us being a part of it or at least this community being a part of that that's that's big time man and and that's just uh, a test of all the hard work that we put in. And um, I couldn't be more excited for, for this Saturday. I want to talk about you a little bit. Cameron Peoples joining us here. App State's number six, a guy who's been through a lot, been through some injuries, been on campus for quite a bit now. But before you arrived on campus, you were in Alabama. That's where you grew up. So how did you learn who App State was? Do you remember your first impression of him? Uh, my first impression of App was, um, honestly, was from how the coaching staff reached out to me. I never really heard of App State until um, I got a letter from them, and I remember it was like, I don't, who is who are these guys? Like, where are they? And uh, so I, I, you know, started talking to the coach. Uh, his name was Coach Sloan, who was here at the time, and. Uh, they were recruiting me pretty heavy, and I was like, "All right, these guys seem, you know, pretty interesting." So, you know, I one of my they ended up offering me, and uh, one of my high school, my junior high basketball coach, um, he was teaching eighth grade, but I was in it was around my junior year, going into my senior year. He came he came up to me. He was like, "Oh, I heard you got an offer from App." He's a huge time Michigan fan. He loves Michigan, <laughs> and and that was like he t- and he told me he was like, "Yeah, they beat Michigan." Uh, some years back and I was like Michigan who and then so that's when I was like all right let me look these boys up and then I looked them up and you know I see uh Jalen Moore's highlights all over YouTube I see Clifton Duck and I'm like these boys live so I came up for a visit uh they played Coastal Carolina it was a real good game Verge ended up breaking like a 80 yard run or something like that I'm just like, and then the atmosphere was crazy. It was one of my first, uh, well, probably like my third or fourth college game ever attending. So I'm like, this is, this is wild. I'm like, okay, yeah, I could, I could, I could rock with this. And then, you know, after meeting all the coaches and stuff, and I just kind of fell in love with the place. 
to steal an expression from Cam Peoples, who joins us. College game day and Kid Brewer Stadium going to be live on Saturday. When you arrived, Scott Satterfield was the coach, then it was Coach Mm -hmm. Drink, and now it's Coach Clark. What trait separates Coach Clark? Like, when you think about what every coach has a different style, there's multiple ways to skin a cat, and their paths to that spot, certainly different with Coach Clark being an offensive line coach. What about Coach Clark is special to you? Well, Coach Clark is the type of guy who he really wants to be in on the team. Like, he wants to be a part of us as much as he can, and he's the type of guy to uh, do anything for you, and, and he's he's open and honest, and you can have a conversation with him at any time. Um, he interacts with every player that he can. You know, he plays ping pong with us. He plays cornhole with us, he's, and, you know, he's just – He's uh he's a mountaineer through and through, and he knows what it's like to be, you know, a player here as well. So he understands the culture, and he understands what it's like outside of being a football player in in the town of Boone. So he he really understands everything that we have going on, and and Coach Clark's just uh he's just a genuine guy, you know um you know he's not he's not the offensive coordinator that we've had like with Coach Drink and Coach Sat. But he he so he gets to interact more with the defense as well. So I think Coach Clark's just a he's a player's coach in in my opinion. Um, he wants to do everything that he can for each and every one of us, and he wants us to come to him if we if we have anything. You know, like he's just that type of person to he'll give us the the clothes off his back if he had to. He's one of our he's one of our favorites to chat with as well. So I can see all that. But let me ask you this: O linemen, big guys. They're not generally the emotional type when you see them. So when you see the big man on TV crying, I I don't know. How many times has Cam people see uh, Sean Clark crying before? Uh, Not many. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Big dudes don't really cry like that. Nah, but, you know, like like he said, I mean, he does. He he loves his – he loves App. Like, he loves his program. He loves everything about App State and – if I was to ever describe a Mountaineer, I'd probably just describe it Coach Clark. Last couple things for you. Cam Peoples, App State running back, joining us here on WSGS News Talk Sports for the Triad. App Week, day three of it. Okay, you're listed as a redshirt junior, and it's your fifth year at App State. So when people ask you, what year in school are you, what do you tell them? That's an interesting question because I have got that question for the past like three weeks. And I, <laughs> what I say is I am, I say I'm a fifth year senior who's graduated and still has two years left of eligibility to play football. <laughs> That's so confusing. <laughs> it, it reminds me like, uh, I remember one time coach K got mad at me because, uh, Zion was in school there and Zion said he was playing center. He was playing the five. And after the game, I told Coach K about that. I'm like, hey, uh, Zion said he was playing the five. And Coach K interjected, no, 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 Zion's not a center, but he is the biggest guy on the floor that we had (laughs) covering their biggest player. So we need to come up with a better name for it than that. How about we'll just call – we'll just go all Canadian or UVA on this. We'll just call you a fifth year. How's that sound? You're you're a fifth year. Yeah, we can do that. We'll just say I'm a fifth year. (laughs) Cam Peoples is a fifth year. From Appalachian State. I just wanted to uh, let that known. How many people in your life spell your name properly? Uh, growing up, 
Not many. Um, besides my immediate family, they will always uh, put the O instead of a U, and, or they would forget the E, or uh, and, and still put an O. Um, but now it's, it's, it's kind of it's gotten better, I guess, because you know the name's been out there a little bit every now and then, and. And it kind of bothers me if I ever see the O. I'm like, ah, oh, that's not even that's not even me. But okay, I'll accept it. Well, I, I think the reason why people are spelling it right is you've gotten a lot better and you play really well. So people learn how to spell the name. And uh, C-A-M-E-R-U-N is how it's spelled. The last three oh, yeah. letters is run. Easy to remember that because my guy runs really fast and does not get hawked down by defenders ever. That would never happen. Cameron Peoples, perfect way to tie it back up. Best of luck on Saturday, man. All right, thank you.